0: Welcome back to the podcast. I am your Magical Wizard, and I'm here with my trusty scholar and a guest known as Etienne, or Webwork.
1: Webwork. Good to be here with you guys. Hey, howdy. Uh, Do you have uh, any socials, YouTube, or anything of that such?
2: You know what? Right now, um, everything's going to be under this handle right here at W38W0RK. Webwork. Uh, It's a Uh, little staffing resource that I... uh, and designing in school um the wizard can tell you a lot about that but yeah basically just gonna be a uh, subcontract labor for events and uh, so soon soon on the horizon we're working on it
0: don't worry uh, everybody i'm gonna leave his instagram handle in the description below you can check him out later travis what do we have in store today
1: um i've been so busy that i don't have anything planned in particular. Um, so I thought we could just, uh, ask, um, uh, EJ, was it EJ? Yeah, sir. Um, EJ just, uh, what, so what do you do? Uh, you go, you're like, you go to college with Mikey.
2: Yeah, we're in the media communications program together and we have this, uh, we have this space that we go to every Tuesday and Thursday, our project and portfolio experience, That's where we first met, and, uh, you know, we use that space to collaborate on projects and talk about life and everything involved, all the in-betweens, and it's definitely a space where we kind of address our our own mental state and maybe things that come up in life, and, uh, you know, I know I personally have a lot of, uh, you know, disabilities, as they call them that i deal with on a daily basis whether it be ptsd or adhd um and you know that space has been really therapeutic for addressing those issues um but yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm all ears and open to talk about anything
1: coolio um is it is mental illness something because uh, mikey said Uh, you're coming on because we wanted to talk about like mental illness. Is that something you study or is that just something you're passionate about? Like talking about?
2: I I think it's, you know, I don't really study it in particular, but it's something I'm definitely passionate about because um, I kind of ignored my own deficiencies for my entire life until getting into this, this program in July of 2020 and uh, just having this structure and foundation is helped me a lot. I mean, obviously it's a work in progress and, and there's still many times where I faltered, but I think coupling this practice, um, you know, in our, in our PPX sessions and having the rigid structure of, uh, courses every month, um, coupling that with, with talk therapy, I do a, a specific kind of talk therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy once a week. And that's been, it's been amazing. It's been really, really helpful. Um, to take an unbiased third party that you never met a day in your life and, and to kind of spill your guts to them is really uncomfortable at first. But I mean, my therapist, <laughs> I feel like he's one of my closest friends at this point. It's funny, but uh, you know, I, I, and, and having this, this PPX space, Michael knows, you know, I'll go on and on and, and he will, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to, but it's just, I'm passionate about this stuff for sure.
0: I do too. It's okay. For sure. Uh, A little Um, bit more about the PPX, just so Travis understands. Um, So it's a portfolio-based class. So we we shoot around ideas. We have guests, like professionals, that go into the class. And they talk to us about uh, what it's like to be there, uh, what it's like to have the job, the processes. And not just that, they also teach us about the processes And run us through like workshops to make sure that we're uh, understanding what is asked of us or if we're on track.
1: Uh, Are you guys working on anything cool right now?
0: I'm working on my excellence paper, which should is gonna be done today. I'm finishing the excellence paper today. Etienne is ahead of me in the classes. Uh, he's also got one PPX class ahead of me as well because <laughs> I missed one. I missed one. So we've been we've been going back and forth with it for a while and it, it should be fun. We'll see how the rest of the excellence program ties in because he is in it as well. So.
2: And I just had my uh, I just had my interview meeting this last week um, after getting accepted into the program. And one of our mentors from our PPX session, she took over the um, the excellence program as its director. And she there was a bunch of grade point average stipulations and requirements before, but she knocked all those out. And before you had to um, hit a certain class before you could apply. And she also knocked that out where the, the new requirement is just entering into your third PPX class, which Mike just got into. So I think it's great because now a lot more people can apply. And when I was speaking with her during our, our uh, interview to get into the program, she mentioned a, uh, a mentorship program that we're gonna be launching. So it's gonna be a great way, like we have a new student in there who's just in their first PPX class and uh michael's already taking him under his wing and and offering up some great perspective and i love that because that's how you pay this stuff forward for sure
0: yeah uh, uh for me well i'm also working on a tutorial because like everyone asked for it and i was i wasn't even gonna do it until etienne's like you should do it so
2: well, he said he wanted, he didn't know which way, if he wanted to go with a more instructional tutorial, or if he wanted to do something more heartfelt and personal talking about real life issues. And I said, yeah. well, find the both of them and, and handle both bases, you know, because everybody hits you up for feedback and, and for, Hey, how do we do this? I mean, the other day I, I lost some pictures on my phone and it was late at night and I wanted to hit them up. Hey, I, I screwed up. Can you, yeah, But you know, <laughs> This my inner, what would Michael do? And, and, uh, and I researched it myself and figured it out. But no, seriously, having the ability to tap into your peers as resources on how to problem solve, it's, it means everything. And uh, I think getting that kind of camaraderie, it's few and far between at this point in our lives. So it's great to have this space to do it. Yeah, you know?
1: especially with like the pandemic, it's, oh, God, I imagine it'd be pretty hard to, especially in person um cooperative um least, so many YouTube tutorials we can watch right true yeah I spend a lot of time watching tutorials but there's nothing better than like somebody who really knows what they're doing answer being able to answer your questions on the fly or at least workshop it with you
0: yeah I'm, I'm- yeah. I remember when you first hit me up about the podcast, I was like researching into it after that. Like, okay, let's do this because this is your baby, Travis. You started this.
1: Uh, I've always wanted to do one. Uh, It always seemed like just a fun way to goof around and have a good time. And while also, you know, having just conversations with cool people and stuff.
0: Oh, we have a topic to get on to. So I'm wondering what's going on in your life, Travis, anything you want to talk about mental state wise? Uh, um,
1: I mean, since I got my new job, I've just, life's been pretty good. Um, the only thing like, like, um, what we're talking about is just like, maybe just putting too much on my shoulders. Cause now I have a full-time job. Um, we do this podcast every couple weeks And I'm even falling behind because I haven't edited any clips on that last episode we made. (laughs) And then I have Twitch and YouTube and just trying to keep up and make content with stuff like that while also trying to, you know, make time for my wife and family. It's a lot to try to, to, to squeeze in, but.
0: And you're trying to have a child now. So.
1: And having a child and writing my book, which I haven't worked on my book like all week. So that's a bummer. After this, write a
0: page. So. Just write one page after this.
1: Well, if the book is finished, I'm just editing it now. Well,
0: edit one page after this.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's doable. Um, You well, ever yeah. feel like you're spread thin between... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, you're
1: fine. Um, Do you ever
2: feel like uh, when you have so many tasks going on, uh, you feel like you're spread thin in trying to incrementally take down one portion of this one and moving on to the next, I feel like, uh, I can, I can resonate with that big time because I was just talking to my advisor about that, where I don't know how authentic I feel in in working on my business when some stuff in my personal life is calling. So I don't know what sets, what takes precedence over the other, you know, juggling them all.
1: Yeah. Uh, time management is a difficult thing for me. I've been working on that for a long time. I mean, I used to write everything down in like a schedule, but I haven't been keeping up with that. Maybe I should I maybe I should go back to that. But also like I have to try to keep it open because things happen on the fly, you know, like, oh, my sister will call me and she'll like want to hang out or, or my brother will want to stay the night or Taylor wants to do something, my wife, Taylor. Um, so it's like I can try to um, schedule everything in my life But then I need to consider that like, like anything could happen and I'm going to have to, and it's just going to change my schedule, which is difficult for me. Um, Like I'm high functioning autistic. So sudden, like I've, I've adapted pretty well to like sudden changes to like my schedule. I'm really good at it. It's, it still frustrates me. Like I just kind of, I'm narrow-minded in like my in what I want to do it's like I want to do this I don't really want to do anything else but I will (laughs) and I make myself do it
0: (laughs) have you tried just doing a checklist not not a schedule just like like do two things a day like just do like Mm. a simple checklist like that versus an expectation of time you get yourself
1: that's fair I think that's a good idea but I feel like now, I think that could work, but I'm also afraid of, like, being distracted by something else for hours. So, like, if I have, like, working on the computer between 4 and 5, I'll work on the computer between 4 and 5. But if I leave it too open, it's like, oops, I played uh, Final Fantasy 7 for fucking 5 hours. Oops.
0: Why Why not set a timer? Like,
1: I. You're right. I should, but... It's definitely. like I don't want to stop. Just, <laughs> my mind gets, I my mind gets so focused, like I just want to do this and I don't want to do anything else. I feel it. Um, yeah, but you're and right. I should. I'll, I'll, I think I'll try the checklist thing. Um, it's, it's hard to escape that
2: tunnel vision sometimes, for sure. When you're zoned yeah. in to a practice, I know. Uh, I've been writing this this uh, script story, loosely based on my life, um, for 15-20 years. And uh, it wasn't until getting into a class in November that my writer's block was was completely um, removed. And I sat there for maybe six hours one night and I, I just couldn't stop writing. I had homework and everything else to do. My kids were asleep. My wife was at work, but I was so in the zone and then you step away from it and it's hard to get back to it because you want to get back in that where the creative juices are flowing, right?
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's hard sometimes, but, uh, and then like I, of course I, on, um, I have all these other things I'm doing on top of that. Really. It's all supposed to feed back into my writing. It's like, Oh, it's like if I can get popular on Twitch or YouTube, I'll have a platform just, you know, say, Hey, check out my novel. That is My, my true passion. Kickstarter,
0: <coughs> Kickstarter. <coughs> oh, Link yeah, the description. It. <coughs> yeah. Check um, out his book, Oregonia. <coughs> I
1: thought of a not to get too off topic but like we were like critiquing the cover art for my novel and i think i thought of a solution to that problem because I, I really wanted to have like this um um ej are you like uh you're like a designer right
2: yeah i do some for sure
1: right so like i had this when we're doing the cover art i guess i could show you guys um and then maybe you can try to get a pick up on the vibes I'm trying to put out with 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 this project. Um, talks amongst yourselves while I look for it. Oh, I'm stoked
2: to see and I was going to ask you the synopsis of your novel.
0: Anyone else um, get the uh, 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 tsunami warning today?
1: My wife told me about it.
0: Yeah, we have a tsunami warning here
1: underground volcano eruption
0: yeah <laughs> yeah there's an underground volcano that erupted in the pacific ocean and it's hitting it hit california already i think and then hit oregon earlier today and i think it's hitting washington right now because i just got the notification like an hour ago
2: i just opened Make up the chat with A-J. Still it's, it's
0: crazy <laughs> also we're in the middle of a solar flare Huh. Nice.
1: Um. Okay, so that one's sending. Hold on.
0: Hey, are you Are you struggling, Travis? Are you struggling? It's
1: like it's like uploading it to you guys.
0: Yeah, no,
2: I got it. It's coming through right now.
1: Coolio.
0: Well, I was balls deep in a midget last night.
1: You shouldn't talk Before about your going, wife like right? that. Oregonia in The Legend of the Mice.
2: mice. Mice. It's pronounced Mice, but yeah. Yeah. Mice.
1: Yes. Okay, here we go. Did Mikey, did you get it?
0: Excuse me. I'm throwing up in my mouth. (laughs) I just saw something ugly. It was my reflection.
1: Nice. Did you get it? Did you get that thing I sent you? No. No? Just post it to the Discord.
0: Just post it to the Discord.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah uh making things difficult
0: making pancakes
2: hold on hold on i can do this So, the first question i have on the cover mm-hmm. is who did your who did your illustrations for you
1: um she's a artist on fiverr uh that goes by uh red harleth
2: um, this is really cool and I'm getting, I'm getting a, uh, do you remember Secret of Nim? I remember it. Uh, hey, I never watched a, it. I don't I, really know I, anything
0: I, about
1: it.
2: I remember that. That's a I'm good getting, one. I'm getting Secret of Nim mixed with like new age Rick and Morty style animation. This is dope.
1: Uh, that's funny. Uh, it's, people mention that to me like all the time, like Red Wall and like um I old, miss Red, Red Wall. Mow, right? I miss yes. Red I've Wall. never read the book, I've never read those books, I've never watched those movies. I'm going um, to re-watch The this, Secret of NIM. The biggest inspiration, I guess, like the most like direct inspiration would be like The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, and the Picori. Who uh. lived, like, um Mikey, do you have it?
0: Did you get it? Uh, Yeah, I did. I'm looking at it.
1: Okay. So, like, all right, problem, right, that we kind of ran into. Um, It's kind of a blur. It kind of blurs, right? And I have this issue. I wanted this cliffside to look like a really tall cliff. It doesn't. It looks like a really small cliff. Um, I just have issues with it after looking at it for a long time. But then I thought of a way I can have everything I want. So, like, by removing this cliff and say putting like um, a a um, like a backdrop of, I guess like just streams and a forest, I think that would be better than this cliffside. And then I could even put the cliffside in the far, far, far back. And I thought, oh, if we make these trees a lot smaller, it will make it look bigger in comparison to. Um, What I
2: was going to say, the trees, if you can cut them down.
0: Yeah. Or or just make one, the background one giant tree and then it, it <laughs> would look like you're against the ground up against a tree. Maybe. Like literally everything in the background, just remove it and just put one giant thing of like tree park at the bottom because then it would look like. Uh, well, I really sitting... want
1: that. I really want that scenic view. Yeah, like this uh, this is a this is a massive world there are these small small creatures in this massive world and i really wanted to emphasize like the beauty of like nature the beauty of like organ
0: um you could shorten the cliff down drop it in the back
1: essentially yeah just shorten the cliff and the trees put like a like a a scenic like um um like um a scenic what the fuck am i trying to say like series <laughs> a scenic series of like of like streams and rivers rocks and trees and then i can put my little cliff and trees with the waterfall in the background i just really want like so like the, this small little intimate section with the characters um and then like this massive world in the background um almost as if like You have your five characters and like the world itself is like a character. Um, because or it it is called Oregonia in the Legend of the Mies. So I really wanted like Oregonia to be on display. So I'm probably gonna have to spend some money to (laughs) to get this cover art redone. That's gonna suck, but it'll I think it'll be worth it. I just got like a I just got my 401k, so I think I can afford to dump one to two hundred dollars on fixing uh, the cover art.
0: Let me I'm gonna share this image.
1: Uh where Discord or um yeah
2: okay you know it also might be able to help Travis if mm. you know the you see the leaves that they're sitting underneath and the mushrooms and everything right by the tent? Yeah if those were um bigger multiplied a little bit yeah, maybe bigger, but multiplied a Big. little bit, like where they're taking up, where it kind of looks like those are smaller trees on the ground behind them. So if that extended backward a little bit, um, it might it might give off you know this that dimensions that you're talking about.
1: Um, when you say multiply, you just mean like more of them.
2: Yeah, or- yeah, and then oh. layering them, layering them behind so that it yeah. kind of looks because it's just kind of black back there, huh? Yeah, well. It, it connects. You can see the the edge of that waterfall and the rocks a little bit within the shadows behind them. So if you saw more leaves and more like grass like that behind them.
1: Yeah, uh, it, I'll it definitely mention that to her. I think it, I think forcing her to deal with this like background. Um, uh, probably I might have limited her, but I'll, I'll make like a mock up on Photoshop for her like I did the first time um and i think it'll be much better um yeah i have some i I have some ideas to work with now now i guess the only other thing is like with the foreground should i should i keep these trees here on the edge like this no No. you don't like the trees
0: No. no if you're gonna keep something in the foreground like that have it be like grass blades because they're supposed to be small grass is tall thick so it could replace the tree and it would give depth of perspective like, oh, these things are tiny. They're next to a fucking leaf
2: or even um, like a mushroom, even yeah. uh, blades the of grass cap? On and a mushroom cap on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll scale them. It'll it'll scale them down for sure. Like those mushrooms are giant redwoods to them. Oh, oh, you could switch it where this little
0: patch of grass is sitting on a mushroom top. And then it's mm-hmm. overlooking a giant valley of Oregon.
1: I, I I like, I'm, it's a lot of this takes place in like really like dense forests. So uh. um, there's valleys for sure. But a lot of this is like, um, just, it's like, like the hikes I used to go on with like my dad through the forests, And there's lots of rivers, lots of camping trips and stuff. So a, a lot of inspiration from,
2: from those things. Are you um, up in Oregon right now? I live in Oregon, yeah. Nice. So we're California, Oregon, Washington. I love it. The whole <laughs> yeah. So my family's from NorCal, but I live in Southern California.
1: Uh, for sure. So do you guys, um, so you've never met before? Uh, is it all digital?
2: Yeah, all it's digital. All digital. To this pandemic, you know?
1: Oh, uh, okay. I thought you went to like, Mikey, Um, do you like go to a physical school?
0: Uh, no, well, I, we could, like, if we went to Florida
1: Oh, that's funny, because I always thought I thought this, this whole time you've been kind of, like, doing mostly online But I thought there was, like, a physical place in Washington Ooh. that you go I, I
0: leave every once in a while the house to go, like, somewhere to sit And get away from everybody, <laughs> because l- Like you were saying earlier, when things interrupt you, you get frustrated And it's the same for me, like It aggravates me, like, it makes me a little mad because it's like I'm trying to focus. I, I don't want any outside noise. I don't want to be distracted. I don't even want to hear the sound of a bird chirping. Sometimes I just want to, like these are noise canceling headphones, so I I can't yeah. even hear people doing anything right now.
1: Uh, for shits and gigs, I'm just gonna send you guys uh, the Their back penis. cover, the back cover too, which the back cover is will probably stay the same. It's like fucking, it's really good, so.
0: Is it the one so I've already cover? seen?
1: Uh, I think you've seen it. About I, I was going to show uh, EJ. Oh, I, <laughs> I see. Okay, I just got your image you sent me. I like that. Yeah, uh, with the atmosphere caves and stuff. That's that's pretty. Um, yeah, I like it. But it's going to be from their perspective. Er- Everything is going to be like. So they're not. We're gonna be really like in the in the grit, you know. We're like we're gonna. There's gonna be like a microscopic piece of that landscape that we're gonna be like really focused on. That they're always gonna be like really
0: focused on because everything. That's is, what I'm saying. But you, you could like use that image as a demonstration. Like this is their area, so you get a whole like scene view of it, and that's where it's all taking place. And it, you can easily make it look like it's right there and it's huge like that
2: it's the distance it's an additional character on the on the back cover um
1: yeah that is the uh antagonist and where he is like perched where he is like that whole back cover is like the where the climax takes place it's crater lake um here in oregon and it's kind of his base of operations um man that's so clean yeah she did a really good job uh especially like on the i really like um like she really went like all out with like the character design she she kind of does a little bit of her own thing like i didn't ask her to do like the wolf fur on like the shoulders um um it just like ended up that way or like the really long hair in the back like I I I've, I never intended him to really have hair like that, but it looks fucking sick. Like he always had, like in my mind, like just kind of like a big wizard cap. But I think this is way better. <laughs> what's hey, the, don't,
0: uh,
2: don't what's be stealing sphere? my stuff. What's that sphere in his hand?
1: Um, it's like a it's a it's like a magic spell essentially. He controls nature. Um, he can like grow roots and vines, thorns instantly. He can like manifest um these like um almost like zombie like creatures from the soil and that come up as like these rooted beasts called rootlings or grootlings or like uh depending on size with a combination of like nature magic and like uh necromancy uh or dark magic um and he's like you know i leave it pretty vague how far how far in the future this this takes place Because it's, like, long after, like, um, mankind has been gone. Uh, They died from, um, they know something happened. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What?
0: Stupidity? They nuked themselves? Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they, uh, there was a cataclysmic event in addition to just climate change and pollution, um, and the Mies, and, like, just, uh, some some like nature has reclaimed the world, but he is a survivor of those end times, the dark era. So, and he's he's been around since the beginning, um, and has seen the worst of mankind. And um, he wants to kind of reset um, and get revenge on the other meese that like he considered like that betrayed him. I don't want to reveal too much. Um, Your other
0: book, the, I the Owl House. I can't believe. <laughs> I know
1: there's uh have you ever heard of The Owl
2: House? No.
1: Oh, it's this really good show on Disney Plus um about this girl who um uh who who goes into this like um eldritch world of like witches and magic and she gets stuck there and she's she's this quirky girl um oddly enough this is significant but like so she's like um Latina and gay and her name is Luce and she wants to train to be like this magic user in this world, right? The plot is eerily similar to a book I started writing. This Latina, teenage Latina. Same name. Similar name, Lucina. So there's Luce from the show and my character, Lucina, who also discovers that she's gay and she's in this new world learning how to use these new magic powers so i'm like fuck (laughs)
2: not only are they doing exactly what i'm doing
1: but they're like they're doing it better
2: than me (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you have timestamps on on your writing right originally so you can't i i definitely started writing
1: like i'm almost halfway done with this book before i knew owl house Uh. was a thing um it's just just a weird coincidence. Um, uh, I definitely got some inspiration from it though. Uh, it's made me reconsider um, a couple things. even before I watched like that show. I- I'm gonna go back Ooh. to this novel and like really like ground my magic system because I kind of left it to be really open, like too open. Um, it's like kind of broken so i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna ground it more and kind of revamp the magic system um so that'll be hard but i think it'll be fun and it'll force me to be more creative with with the limitations um i like shows like that like um like they're like when you have limitations you're forced to be more creative um so and i think it makes a lot of shows and certain media is like it potentially better you have any uh shows you like What what's your you watching anything good right now
2: you know what my wife got me on this show called uh the wheel of time the wheel of time on that's amazon. on amazon okay uh is uh is that good yeah they just finished their first season it was about eight episodes and uh i think in the summertime they're probably gonna launch the second one but it was great I haven't read the books or anything that it's based on, but, um, you know, I, I've been into Lord of the Rings and all the the good fantasy stuff, uh, for forever, but between this one and that new book of Boba Fett, man, we're pretty hooked.
1: Uh, I've heard some, I've heard, I haven't watched Boba Fett. I haven't watched any videos on Boba Fett, just, but just through the grapevine.
2: I heard that it sucked, but that's funny.
0: I've heard nothing but good things.
2: Well, I got to tell you from somebody that's marathoned all three episodes like 9 <laughs> times already. Uh it's great. It's great, but I mean, I am very biased. Uh the fact I, I still have my 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 Boba Fett action figure from when I was 10 years old. I have my son with little uh Boba Fett plushies since he was in diapers or still in diapers. Y'all I'll have was- to
1: I'll have to check it out. I really really like the Mandalorian. Oh my
0: god, it was so fucking good. Both of like so I haven't good. started I haven't started Boba Fett yet, but my uncle who's loves Star Wars and hates the new ones is like the book of Boba Fett's great. Like he loves it.
2: And I'm just like fuck the new I gotta Star watch. Wars this Wars shit. The last three Star Wars movies sucked. They were the all right. They were doing their own thing.
1: I liked them for what they were. Um I think Standalons. the last Jedi. I think The Last Jedi gets a bad rap. I think it did some interesting things. Um, there were some things I don't care for, but um, but I I, hate I, I I liked it for what it was. Like, um, well, okay, yeah, retconning just Jedi, annoys me. The Last Jedi, like retcons the Force Awakens, and the Rise of Skywalker retcons the Last Jedi. So it really muddies up this trilogy. Well, it's, you know it's they're rebooting it, right?
0: Shit. You know Disney's rebooting. The, that trilogy, they're no longer Good. canon.
2: Good. I don't know if that's Good.
0: true. I'm gonna tell you this is what let I was me, just let me find say the article.
2: Me. Let me find it. There's uh, there's these books that's called Young Jedi Knights, There there's these books called Young Jedi Knights and Junior Jedi Knights from back in the day. And um, it was considered canon at one point that Han and Leia had these twins called Jason. Yes, and Jason. yes, and, and, I read and those their books, son, Anakin, right? They had three kids. Yep. Two twins and a younger boy.
0: And the why, was, uh, the,
2: why would they name their son Anakin? Because after, it was yeah, it, it was, was, was after, after right, but he was
0: wait. And, why why would she do that? Anakin was no because good at to the, her at all because at the end like, she finds out he's his dad or it's her dad. It, like the books lead up to it. Like if you read the books, it would make sense. So when it got to that not, point, the I oldest mean, like, becomes evil. The middle child's a bandit,
2: and the youngest goes and kills the oldest child. Dude, and and uh, Jason, the oldest, before he turns to the dark side and everything, he ends up like getting Chewbacca killed. The whole yep. thing is nuts. It's nuts. It's way better than what they did with Kylo Ren. That was why I, I player hated on the last three movies because these those books were incredible. They should have stuck. Yeah,
1: I guess like I didn't have the, those the attachments to those books, so I just went in. You know. The, Like they just did their own thing and I was totally fine with that. Like I didn't care about like the extended universe personally, but I, I can see from like the people who did like, yeah, that would probably, that would suck a lot if you're like really invested.
0: So I pulled up the article. It's actually a, um, it's a rumor that it's being rebooted because there's so many Star Wars projects going on and the downfall of the rise of the Skywalker, how bad it was. Like I didn't even go and see it. I just read the I, synapse on hey,
1: it. I really liked it. Really, really like, I thought it was a blast. All right, I think like I'm gonna pacing, have to like, it like I think a lot of shit is like happening, but it for me it was just like a good time. Um, they do retcon some stuff, but that's a problem with the whole trilogy. I don't blame just the Last Jedi for that. Like they like, or I don't like. I don't blame uh the Rise of Skywalker for that because like you have these two directors stepping over like each other, stepping on each other's toes the whole time. Um, so I, I try not to blame like the movies for that for me. It's their fault. I I
0: think I personally believe if you're going to start a trilogy or a, uh, a series, you keep the same director and writers through the entire thing. That way nothing gets retcon. There's no, uh, integrity errors. And then it's a wholesome show. And it's like, Fuck yeah, it's done. Yeah, no, they Fine. they
1: fucked up in that Peter regard. Peter Jackson.
2: Peter Jackson. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, I mean, even with Peter like Peter Jackson did a phenomenal job on like Lord of the Rings, but like didn't like he wanted to make like two Hobbit movies, but yes. the studio made him make three. Yes. Yeah. And I uh, I thought there was a lot And of the CGI, studio like, added the CGI. fucking
0: and then, then the studio added in that love triangle bullshit. Yeah, and I heard about that. That pissed like, me the, off. The it,
1: actor, the woman, I don't remember her name. She didn't want to um, do it. She was pissed. Yeah, no, too. she's like, I will do this, but don't like, don't make me the love, love interest. Yeah. Don't make me the love interest. And then like they rewrote it and made her the like love interest, and she's like,
2: she I didn't pissed. want that. And then <laughs> that character's yeah. not even in the books. She was all for the
1: movie. You know, I'm fine like, with things like that, but like you got to do it right. Legolas like, was even just...
0: supposed to be there. I was so fucking True. confused.
1: I see, like I, I wasn't. Legolas is like immortal. I don't know. I think you can make it work. I just don't think they should have done it. Like Aragon was like, <sighs> I'm not. My character is in the books. Like well, I'm you know, not going to be there. You but, know, you know, uh, Orlando Bloom and Onion wanted that fucking check. You know.
0: You know. I okay. So. I don't think they should have done a pre... I-, I loved what they did with the prequels, but I think they should have done, like, a a fan series, like a short TV show series of, like, five, six episodes, and showed what happened afterwards. Showed Aragon's kids, showed... Uh, so, like, a lot of people don't know is this. Is there Legolas, any canon
1: to that? Like, yeah, um...
0: there is. And, like, Legolas and um, uh, Gimble, Gimbley build mm-hmm. a boat like they build the boat to go overseas yeah don't they go back to um and they're the last two to leave yeah and even yeah. samwise ends up going over like yeah. uh a couple years later or something like that because he was I, also a ring bearer
1: yeah i think long long after um yeah i
0: yeah, think it would have been great kids,
1: after his kids grew up and stuff yeah no really like happy endings like yeah it's such those movies are so fucking good. I hope the I hope the uh the prequel like the the pre, like the the, evil, the, the, the mythos series. the lore series will be good. I think they showed like one screenshot and there was like a tree in the background and I guess that tree is a big deal. I see like a couple. I I watch a couple lore like Lord of the Rings lore experts on TikTok, and like, there's, like there's just like they just know such like amazing shit. The lore to Lord down. of the Rings and the Hobbit oh. is so much more in depth than i possibly could have
2: ever imagined
0: dude. it's It's so cool
2: (laughs) so when are they releasing simarillion um that's what we're hoping isn't that the sequel like no the like the anthology of everything Oh,
1: oh oh yeah okay yeah um i think it starts this year or maybe even next year i could i think it's still pretty early Um, in production i'm looking
0: it up it says 2022 i think
1: really um you
2: uh ej you excited for any new games this year you know i uh i got myself into this this uh i I use my son as as uh you know a, a buffer to to explain my interest in Pokemon But I my wife will tell you I sat and literally played like 96 Hours straight on uh, These re-releases of Diamond and Pearl So when the Arceus Legends Game comes out I'm pretty excited To uh, do the yeah, same thing I have a like date <laughs> Oh you have a date No What's the
0: no, date? no like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings So for the Lord of the Rings September 2nd
1: Okay Wait, And the, yeah.
0: And uh, they spent uh, $465 million for season one. Holy I hope it's
1: good. I hope
0: it's good. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt that because I read this and it's just fucking fucking, kabang!
1: It's it's Amazon, right? Yeah. Amazon series? Yeah. Prime Video. That's cool. Mikey, you need to get a fucking Switch, dog. (laughs) Like, uh, I'm so excited for Legends Arceus. Uh, um it's so oh, there's like a research based like pokemon game
0: it's pokemon snap but better
1: <laughs> um pokemon rpg
2: um
0: oh, yeah it- it'll be
2: good uh do you like to shiny hunt you know what i i haven't really gotten into these games this is my first time playing a pokemon game besides red and blue so when i was jesus playing, christ it, no I, I know i know <laughs> I know that's I a fucking
1: gap. I've been playing Pokemon since the beginning. I think I took a short break in middle school, but like I when black and white came out, I was in high school. I'm like, dude,
2: these I'm gonna play them. Like they're great. Oh um, in 98 when blue and red came out, I was in sixth grade, and I had I loved the shit out of those games, and then completely stopped. And and my son, I got my son into into Pokemon. He's only three, so you know he doesn't play the games. But uh, we got these ones for Christmas, and I used my kids as a as a way to uh, to buy the games. But I, I've been hogging the switch. My wife finally took it over <laughs> with uh, with her Animal Crossing. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been been great to randomly catch shiny Pokemon. But nah, I haven't I haven't tried shiny hunting yet. I uh, got a side oh. a, a, a cricket tune just randomly
1: that those are that's really good odds holy shit like without like trying like that's really 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 fucking lucky um because every shiny i've ever caught i've had to like I- i'm actively looking for them um it's so like to just find them i've always wanted to find like just just while playing the game casually
2: i've always wanted to find a shiny it's like never happened one you know day I f- I it'll have found the uh I found the Psyduck in the Grand Underground and I uh, found the tune in the Pokemon Mansion because I was looking for a bunch of Eevees because, uh, nice. you know, in the original games, you could only evolve Eevee three ways. And, Stop uh...
0: talking your shit.
2: I'm back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then in this one, they added uh, Leafeon and Glaceon. And Umbreon and
0: Espeon. This yeah. is the toy oh, for my daughter. It's a fucking Game Boy, and guess what works on it? Wow. Hold on. So guess what works on it? What a
1: rip-off. The
0: Konami code works on it.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Like, that's a good way. Like, I wish like my because my sister is seven and she's just starting to learn how to play video games. And she's having a real rough time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I did not struggle this much when I was her age with video games. So if she could have had something to emulate like a game, like smartphones apparently don't do the trick because no, she plays no, smartphone games, but she doesn't know how to use a fucking controller.
2: And she's in so your she's, sister's defense. Cause my daughter's going to be seven next month. Um, these systems that we have nowadays are Way more advanced than what we grew up with. Sure, but like it's just like Mario
1: Odyssey. It's like you know shit we were like it's basically the same as like Mario sixty four. It's the
0: same fucking thing. It's like you just run
1: around in a three D space,
2: um, and jump around. It's a little more complicated than that. Within the parameters of what you have to do, they want the freedom that comes with Roblox. Seriously, my daughter (laughs) goes on my wife's Animal Crossing. And she just wants to drop all the shit her mom spent hours collecting and just fuck it up on purpose just to be funny. That's what they, because they're influenced by these YouTubers.
0: Well, um, so we're actually starting Amelia off on the Game Boy. There you go this is what we're gonna she's not gonna get a touch screen when she beats the game boy games that we have she can move on to oh it's not set up uh chloe has an original nintendo and we have a super nintendo and then there's the n64 so she can work her way up she doesn't need a fucking ipad
1: true i've tried i tried starting kaylee off with like a 2d scrolling like mario game but it's so hard for her to grasp the concept uh, and like like using <sighs> jumping with momentum like it's yeah. she just stops and jumps and expects to, like it's so hard. It's uh, funny that I, we take for granted that are just you know where the
0: fuck is it um so easy so the it's iPad it, dude Brea fucking knows how to work the iPad. She will find her YouTube videos. She'll watch her her little Bill Nye. She'll watch Brave Wilderness. Like she goes through and knows how to do all that shit. I s- bought a, um, an iPad game from, what is it called? Osmo. She's struggling. <laughs> because it's not just, like, point and tap and click. It's you touch the screen once and you set up the tiles next to the iPad. So it's like she, she's struggling to grasp it. And it's fine. She's getting better at it. But, like, she wants to, like, stack 40 tiles together and then, like. Ah. <sighs> <sighs>
2: I don't know. Dude, she honestly, tried. She tried. That two D. What you're saying about grasping the running with momentum. That's what uh, spurred us to get our switch because my daughter was. We were playing the original Mario Kart on that Super Nintendo Classic, and and yeah. she would hate it. So we got the switch, and they do better with the three D environment. I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: like I, my my sister, she's been getting better. Like Mario Kart is an easy, like family friendly, like it's an easier one to grasp, um, oddly somehow, but like in the 3D one, yeah, she's, it's a good, it's a good way for her to understand like how to go left and right and how, and she kind of slowly and naturally learns how to make small adjustments instead of, you know, kids will go, you know, they'll go far left or far right at first and they'll just hit the edges they just smack 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 but over time she learns how to make smaller and smaller adjustments and it's like yeah it's a good way it's it's good motor skills for one and two it's like okay she's slowly learning how to play these games and she thank god for the
2: uh, auto steering right
1: yeah i let her i let her have auto steering at first i had all the handicaps on for her but then i'm like we're turning we're not using those anymore you're getting better you need to learn how to play
0: <laughs> uh amelia, get good kid get good scrub not, yeah amelia is not one but like i climbed off the bed one day uh backwards because i was just like being lazy i was just like slumped and i watched her literally turn around and do the same thing onto her butt and my only thought is fuck <laughs> she's going to escape now <laughs> she is figuring things out way too quick because that's how she gets off the bed. She'll climb up the same way she climbs down. And I'm just thinking, like, this is this is good, but your motor functions are scaring me.
2: <laughs> I promise, the scary part she will learn in school. Will, about another year, the scariness is going to decrease a little bit significantly, though.
0: Well, we're homeschooling, so. Homeschooling? Yep, we're going to do homeschooling for Amelia.
1: Wow. Um I don't know. I never I've I uh, personally don't like homeschooling, but uh I work as I work in a school and I think like social interactions are so important.
0: Oh, no. We um, we're we're going to do the social interactions so you uh, a lot of parents don't know this about homeschooling, but when you do homeschooling, you can set up like Uh, with the school to take them to their recess so they can play with other kids you can also go to the YMCA and they have classes every day between I think it's like 10 a.m. and noon and it's just a class full of kids parents are welcome to stay or not stay and they just play games and hang out as well as uh, the uh, oh it's not the kindergarten what is it it's the Montessori schools they set up free days as well for for people to come in with their kids, so you. I mean, there's have to do more research,
1: but like, um, I just don't know if it'll like. And I know I've heard of like parents, like uh, homeschool kids, like parents will bring their homeschool kids together, and they'll kind of teach them all together, kind of like a yep. small class. But I don't. It's just you don't because you. I think it's important to interact with just students in a school setting um school students in your classroom students on the recess random kids um learning how to um
0: adapt into society uh, like right
1: just uh, respect all the different authority figures you have in your school um i just think like having like learning
0: you're not having wrong. all of those different yeah. like
1: social interactions like
0: no, you're not wrong. Um, you're 100% yeah. not wrong. And you can set up like every two weeks, the kid goes there for a week, you can set these yeah. situations up with schools. And we've already talked about it through and through. And the way we went through school we weren't taught what we needed to to function in society we weren't taught how a w-2 form works other yeah. than that one 30 second fucking class that the teachers like this is how you fill it out by the way it never changes and then they fucking change it true true so we we want to do homeschooling for the fact that we're going to teach her investing we're going to teach her the laws we're going to teach her the constitution how it's actually supposed to be fucking taught not hey mm-hmm. here's a video about how bills are made and it's you know bullshit and yeah, i didn't learn t-
1: anything in my government class
0: i didn't i was
2: on schoolhouse rock we,
0: we were yeah. shown
2: schoolhouse rock to represent government literally uh-huh. we were yeah. told that 1099 independent contractors are actually a thing we yep. were supposed to figure that out on our own yep and yeah, I'm sure it is, it is that's a big that thing we're going to show like, her is things that, that like
1: actually affect everyone and things you have to deal with, they don't teach you. But I think having us be like ignorant and dumb is like really important.
0: Um, well, yeah, that's our government. They f- pull school funding all the time. And yeah. the fact that schools are based off the income of the housing area is bullshit. It's yeah, it pure bullshit. Poor. Yep. Keeps they, them poor. That's why, that's why people like always want their kids to like oh we're gonna do a transfer that's two hours away we'll go there every morning it's because it's a better school and it'll teach them what they need there's a reason why poor industry areas are taught poor tactics it's because they're you know underfunded underfunded poor tactics teachers are fed up with it and if you go to a higher income housing area guess what oh look all of a sudden we got the funding for all this cool shit mm-hmm. yeah it just
1: perpetuates like it per- like it just keeps poor districts undereducated and
0: defunder government defund the police and give it to education
2: <laughs> straight up true you want to talk about uh <laughs> what what's uh led to your decision To keep your daughter in homeschool.
0: Okay, so you know, like you know, those like no, no. So you've seen like the TikToks and videos of parents like dealing with the schools and shit. What truly, like, evidently, like, made the final decision was I decided to look into the schools that. Because she's in the same area I am. She's going to go to the same schools I went to. So I I went through and I found out even the closest school, which is a five-minute walk down the street from where I live right now, there's a school just straight down the street. The teachers that go there, they have zero tolerance policies. They have um, this weird pickup zone where you can't even go there to pick up your kids during the day. And they're like it's it's uh, i don't know how to describe it uh restrictive parentally restrictive to even do anything with your kids and then like i i looked into the everett school district uh there's teachers there that have been that haven't updated their itinerary in 30 years and they're still teaching that shit so i i i'm sorry i just i can't i can't in good conscience put my daughter in situation and then flat out tell her well that's the way it is it's like no i'm i don't care what other people say about it i'm gonna homeschool her i'm going to do everything i can to make sure she gets those social skills where i leave her with her with like teachers and it's like go to the school it's like bye and it's like where are you going it's like you need to learn like you need to understand that i'm not always going to be here this is your teacher if you have a problem go to your teacher and if the teacher ain't going to help you call me from your little fucking clam phone and I'll show up like a goddamn heartbeat. <laughs> Cause I, I'm not playing that game with any school district where it's like, well, you know, that's what boys do. It's like, I, I have to have that conversation with my daughter someday where it's, I get to tell her men are pigs men that let me rephrase that boys are pigs. Boys aren't taught how to be a man. They learn it by, by, by adjusting who they are because they realized what they were and the way i was even taught my parents made excuses for me after excuse and then i was like this isn't a way a man should act even the way my dad acts like he would like roll down a window and be like thank you or whistle at them like that like it always made me feel uncomfortable so i don't want my daughter Like she, she will understand it. She will be presented no matter what females are going to be introduced to some sort of asshole sooner or later. But I want to give her the tools she needs properly. And if teachers and, uh, workforce aren't going to take care of it, I'm going to teach her how to take care of it herself, which is usually involving quit your job, sue them and do these steps. And then the same thing for the school district. If some boy comes up and flicks your bra strap, kick him square in the dick and break his fucking nose like don't care i got suspended ice cream time because <laughs> uh, i'm not i'm not playing that I'm, I'm gonna if i if me and chloe have a son i'm gonna teach them the same thing you respect the people around you you don't touch people without their permission and if you see people doing this talk out don't stay quiet
1: yeah, Stand teach the up. basic, uh, the basic concepts of consent from a really early age. I think a- it's
0: like And really Freya's important. learning it so good. Like yeah. uh, uh, Roy and Cheyenne are doing so good at teaching Freya consent. She's just now gonna be her birthday's right around the corner. And they're uh, like, when she goes, she's already learning like potty training. She'll be like, "No, I got it," and she'll go in by herself, and then be like, "Hey, can you help me with uh, like wiping?" And it's like, then they ask, "Like, can I wipe you?" And she'll go, "Yes" or "No," yeah. and she does it herself or they do it. So she's gotten really well with that. Even with like playing and stuff, like uh, Roy will go and pick her up, and Frey will say no. And Roy will put her down and be like, can I pick you up? And she goes, yes. And then he'll pick her up. So like, they're doing really good with that. And I, I am learning a lot because I want to do the same thing with Amelia. I want to teach her that consent.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think like teaching consent from a really early age um, will fix a lot of the problems we have now. Um, yep. Like, and it doesn't like, it doesn't mean like, literal consent but like um well it does mean consent but you don't have to use that word you just say like ask permission before you can you know touch your friends or hug your friends make sure it's okay or like you know stuff like that uh parents and grandparents like they should also ask for
0: permission they they do don't force
1: your don't force your hugs on them if they don't want them
0: Yep, <laughs> like that whole uh, uh, oh you got to go kiss grandpa goodbye or give yeah. grandma we don't they don't do that I'm not going to yeah. do that yeah. and uh, what uh, what was I about to say no the really big thing that really impressed me wasn't just the consent was um, how she uh, oh damn it brain fucking not functioning <laughs> fuck awesome. it's actually really important. Been a oh, moment. Uh, so, you know how, like, like, you remember this, Travis, that, like, South Park did this. Oh, you're fireman, like, for your penis. Oh,
1: called the, the
0: fireman. Yeah, no, it's the, the term vagina. Like, no, like, oh, that's your no-no spot. It's, that's your vagina. So, like... It's important. It's important to teach uh, kids yeah. because like, in court cases, you, this
1: is your penis. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like, Oh yeah. That's, that's like, that's, that's the most dismissed courts.
0: Them. That's the most dismissed cases in courts is kids not identifying the proper term where they were touched. So yeah. that's a big thing.
1: Well, you yeah, got a lot of, a lot of the time it's like visual too, because yep. like, if you could just teach them like, like this is this,
0: this th- is, th- th- is yours. Th- your, this is
1: yours. This is yours it's nobody else's it's in no it's so like nobody else gets to touch it it's yours and nobody else uh wants to see it so you keep it to yourself so you teach them can can like consent of their bodily autonomy and you know other people's consent to not want to see your fucking little ding-a-ling
0: And and like they're asking Freya like she'll have like a blue stripe on her diaper like hey do you need a diaper change she'll go no and they're like are you sure and she'll go yeah and it's like do you want us to change you and she goes no and it's like fine and then they'll ask a couple seconds later like are you sure and then she'll go like
1: yeah. Yeah it's weird that like kids like I mean it probably sucks getting changed but like it's weird how many of them are like they don't want to get changed.
0: Amelia freaks out right now but she can't exactly talk. So, like, she'll, we'll be changing her. Like, we'll put her on her back to change her. And she just starts losing her shit. And we don't know why. Like, it's new. It's been happening this last week. And we're just like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah, kids are weird about it. But, I mean, I would be too if somebody tried to, like, clean my asshole. So, not a, not a good feeling. But it needs to be done. You can't walk around with a shitty fucking ass and it, asshole.
0: It, I have a question. Do y'all just use toilet paper?
1: Um, I, I mean, if I have them and I, if I need it, I'll use like, um, like, uh, w- like what are they called? Like, um, not just, you know, the, wipes. like f- the flushable, like, um, okay. wet wipes.
0: So we all actually have clean buttholes here because when yeah. you just wipe with toilet paper, you're just drying the poop. You don't actually have a clean butthole. Yeah. I I, I don't know those. if anyone else does this, but I wet, if there's no wipes, I'll wet uh the toilet paper a little bit and put soap on it and scrub my butthole and then soap. wipe it yeah little soap like, just soap yeah, and water. But
1: that'll irritate the hell out of your butthole.
0: No you it don't put it scr- in the butthole. No.
1: It, no, but like it's gonna dry. First of all, it's gonna if you use just it water, doesn't bother my butthole. and it then doesn't if, bother, you, if you I don't know if use butthole and hole. soap it's gonna
0: dry. It's gonna be itchy as fuck. It's not itchy.
1: I that's don't know crazy. what
0: soap you're using, but fuck. I don't use soap. I just use Are you using wipe. detergent, not soap? The wipe You <laughs> jackass. Well if you're running out of wipes, what are you gonna do? Hop in the shower, clean your asshole, and put your clothes back on? Yes. Like, I'm that's not gonna better. lie, I, I've done that. I I've yeah. done that. <laughs> if like, I at, have least, at least that
1: way you could wash <laughs> you can wash off all the fucking Chemicals and stuff. I also use like organic soap on all of my bits and pieces.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I use dr. Squatch That's all I use. Dr. Squatch is the shit. I know, right? (laughs) Like hold on, hold on (laughs) Deodorant Conditioner Shampoo beard oil
1: I I wish I had a beard Soap. <laughs> why is it all in your room? The more soap. <laughs> why don't you keep it in the bathroom?
0: Not sponsored.
1: <laughs> why? Why do you keep it in the bathroom? Why don't you keep it in the bathroom?
0: Because I don't want motherfuckers using my shit. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I'll
1: give oh, the
0: you that. pine tar. I cannot get over how good that fucking smells. I
1: like pine tar. Uh, the goat milk is good, and the, I know the, it's the rum. so
0: smooth. The yeah. deodorant, this is my first time using their deodorant. So fucking good. Oh, excuse me.
1: I was up late last night. I'm tired.
0: Uh, Did you know Dr. Squatch? School... Did you know they sell on Amazon now?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, working for the school kind of... The worst part is going to bed at like Trying going to bed at 10, falling asleep at 11, and waking up at six. It fucking sucks. I wake up every morning feeling terrible. Don't it's have a worst. kid. <laughs> well, that's too bad. We're happy. Well, We're let's see. I,
0: me and Chloe went to bed at midnight, and Amelia woke up at three. I woke up at three, put her back down, and then she woke up at seven. Yeah. Well, so I've day. been up since three. <laughs>
1: One day I'll be like a, a, a full time content creator and then I'll have my own schedule. So
0: I, I can't wait because I'm making a YouTube video, like I said, for the pen tool. And I get to use my new camera because this is an A6400 and I got myself an actual road mic. So I'm going to be doing more vlog Very videos cool. too. So Hell's that yeah. should be fun. Etienne. That's cool what what's going on in your personal life right now? Like coming to, we got like 30 minutes left. So like, what's going on? You're just sitting there quietly, uh,
2: silently. Like Batman. uh, (laughs) Got a lot of, uh, you know, personal decisions, whether to feed the the personal creativity side or to feed the business side. And I I want them both to feel full and fulfilled. So I'm kind of spreading and dividing resources between the two. Uh, Talking with Professor Poole was good on, on how to, you know, really, really address both of those necessities, you know, where creatively you feel like you're getting work done. And then on this business right here, Getting everything done, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be shooting a like a documentary style film about a security vendor uh, that I have close contact with. Um, just kind of getting you know their perspective on how they were affected by the pandemic, and uh, you know how that changed operations for them. Uh, also, you know what they do for active shooter prevention type scenarios, and um, I think we're gonna have uh, my mom. Come be part of the Ask an Artist series uh, in our PPX. She's a be cool. she's been a Spanish professor for a long time at, at one of the colleges out here where we live. But uh, she's a bilingual writer who's a complete narcissist and loves to talk about herself. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an interview with her. I talked to Professor Pool about it and she was interested. But uh, most excited, my aunt is um, my aunt's been in marketing and advertising since the dawn of time my mom's youngest sister and uh was a big mentor of mine she uh she's worked for Bergdorf Goodman for coach she's worked with Rachel Ray's line at Target she's done like a lot of the and now she's a freelancer who is has become a naturalist over the past like 10-15 years and has this um organization in upstate New York, where she takes people on foraging journeys in the forest. Uh, It's pretty cool. She's got this blog called uh, the outside Institute. And uh, her husband, my uncle is a longtime photographer, videographer. So they're a pretty artistic couple, obviously, they don't have any kids. So they get to completely dive deep into that, that uh, freelance world. It's awesome. Super inspirational so i'm trying to take a page out of that book and yeah you know man just just be on this adobe xd application getting my my uh, foundation built and uh combating the uh borderline personality disorder and narcissistic personality disorder traits of my parents that uh you know it's good to be in a space like this and be able to chop it up with you guys yeah it's good to talk it out what do you find Get frustrating
0: or like the most uh De- not de- yeah debilitating what do you find the most debilitating about it
2: this voice in my head that tells me that's not good enough uh you're not going fast enough um everybody thinks you're worthless and i know you know through this therapy through my wife through the law of attraction and manifestation and meditation i'm able to counteract those voices a lot better uh, than I have in the past before I would smoke a lot of pot or drink to, uh, to get rid of that stuff. But, you know, or smoke cigarettes and, and drink, but I've been, uh, haven't smoked cigarettes in, in a year, um, a year plus now. And Good on you for that. It was, that was like the hardest thing. I mean, not smoking weed anymore. That's fine. I, I was never a big, big drinker. Um, but definitely getting rid of, of, the tobacco was, was difficult, but I was up for the challenge. Um, they prescribed me Adderall for, for ADHD, but I got to be honest with you. Um, the days that I take it are, are days that I need to cram and get a lot of work done, but I don't, I don't like to become dependent on any substance. Cause I know how that with the tobacco made me feel. So I don't take it as prescribed, but um, like I have shit, I'd say over the last six months, I've probably taken it three times, one, one pill. I'm supposed to take it once daily, but I've literally taken a 10 milligram pill three times. So I use it for a purpose where before um, I would use it to help me through those times where I didn't feel uh, validated or, you know, like I, I felt the walls closing in and I would go to a substance, whether it was well, marijuana or whatever to try to fill that void but now I think uh, creating and whether it be writing for that story or working on this business um that's where I fill that void and and definitely with having my kids and and this lovely lady um gets me through so that's I don't know I feel like uh, the whole reason why I mean I'm 35 at the end of the month right And I'm just barely going to have my bachelor's degree. And everybody in my family, both sides are like PhDs or higher. And uh, so I'm the black sheep and didn't measure up. But instead of putting myself on that track where I have to measure against them, I'm just stoked that I'm setting the right example for my kids. I know, Mike, you're setting that precedence now when she's, she's not even a year yet, you know, and making those decisions. Me, I want... So that when my daughter's in first grade, my son's in preschool. So by the time my daughter's in high school, I want to be able to say, look, I have my master's here. It took me this long to get it. Don't take the same track that I did because it's going to put you behind the eight ball. That's my perspective. But regardless of your choice, I'm going to support you in it.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, important. Definitely. Because um, like the pre- like um, I know what it's like to put like a lot of pressure on myself um, to like live up to certain expectations or to follow a path that like society kind of deems is like, uh, important or whatever. Um, but just to have people say like, you do what you want and we'll support you. It's like, it's like all I need, you know, that's what like got me to like quit college. Um, was just like like i'm gonna do pursue this thing and my family just supporting me just like just a lot of stress just washed away like i got my associate's degree and i started going like i went to like university and i just wasn't happy so i just like i had to bail and that's when i started i was depressed so i just started writing for fun and that was the beginning of like how i started writing my novel um and then now in the last couple of years, it's been my novel plus content creation and streaming and um, it's stressful, but those, these, these things, they keep me from just uh, rotting of boredom, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and they make Holy. me feel uh, happy and fulfilled. So, and it's not like, the the traditional path that like society deems is like required. So yeah, it's important to just sort of, yeah, follow your own path. Even if like your parent, like you might have all these like PhDs in your family, but that doesn't mean you have to like live up to that. You don't have to follow that path and you shouldn't have to feel pressured or bad about it. So I think it's good that you don't, that you're already, like you're not putting that pressure on your kids because they should yeah i mean i think they should just do what they want and i think it's best to just support them in their decisions as long as they're not hurting themselves or others
0: have either of you seen a stand up comedian called daniel sloth
1: i've never heard sloth. of daniel sloth
0: okay so he's he's an irish comedian or scottish comedian i can't remember and his parents are both doctors and one of them's like a uh a physics engineer and he's a stand-up comedian. And when he told his parents, he's, they're like, oh, that's great. You can, This is an outlet for you. And he's just like, I need parents who are b- abusive to me, not support." <laughs> How can I be funny without abuse? It's that's one
1: of a- those limitations. Like, <laughs> one of those limitations, I guess, you got to work with to be more creative.
0: Yeah. Like he, yeah. And then like, uh, one of his stand-up routines, he told his parents, he's like, well, fine. I'm going to start having sex. And then they're like, you?
1: there you go that's the abuse i need (laughs) emotional
0: oh so yeah no uh that was (laughs) i had to bring a little lightheartedness back into this come on
2: yeah we got we got real serious but you know Mm. i think he's good yeah
0: it's
1: always uh i have i have a couple more minutes to kill you guys want to talk about anything else
2: let's talk about this right here and the fact that this team's in the playoffs for the first time, second time in in the last thirty years. And, oh, the, uh, the Raiders! Game... That took me a minute. I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I was like,
1: "Oh yeah." The, this will <laughs> there there will be an audio version of this too. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> pardon. Me. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, that's fine. We got a point. Visuals. <laughs> you know these guys.
2: Uh... These guys are are you know it used to be before I met my wife and and had children. Uh, I, I loved God, my music, and my Raiders, but uh, now they've, they've trickled down the chart a little bit. But uh, my wife's been asking me all week, why, why are you still watching? Why are you watching this? Why are you so obsessed? And I'm like, dude, it's a big deal. This team has sucked balls for the last 25 years of my life. Literally, I was 14, 15 years old the last time we were in the Super Bowl and blew it. But uh, they made the playoffs this year and our quarterback is healthy. The last time we did in 2016, he broke his leg two weeks before. We didn't get to play, but um, you know, I, I I love the Raiders because uh, they represent adversity, and I, I I vibe a lot with that because uh, they stand out and against all odds. So I feel like that epitomizes. They'll beat the Bengals.
0: They'll beat the Bengals. They'll beat the Bengals. The Bengals suck. Yeah. I don't know how they made it into the playoffs. The uh, Bengals have
2: been Good killing it this year, though, dude. You know Unfortunate. who? They already kicked our ass like a month ago. So we'll see. Uh, but I'm praying.
0: All right. So my two uh, there's two teams I hate the most, the Cowboys and 49ers.
2: <laughs> my wife just gave us the evil eyes because she's a big Cow- Cowboys fan. <laughs> but uh, So
0: between yeah. the two, I hope Cowboys win, though.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yep. I tomorrow yep. re- uh but are you guys uh big Seahawks fans? I there? am uh
1: yeah I I like me some Seahawks. Um not for any particular reason other than just like that's like what my older brother is into.
2: He likes seahawks and ducks. So I'm like, okay, Seahawks and our ducks. grandpa
0: was into Seahawks.
2: Yeah, my cousin my cousin lives uh in Portland. He he went to to uh oregon so his his dad's from up there so yeah we we root for the ducks too
0: who do you think's gonna be and who do you think's gonna what what teams do you think it's gonna come down to which two teams do you think is is it gonna be this year
2: i'm praying for raiders cowboys but my gut tells me it's gonna be uh either packers or or buccaneers and uh either the titans or the chiefs
0: You know, I I actually was going to say something similar. I actually think it's going to come down to the Cowboys or Packers because 49ers just blow it every year and they suck ass. Rams suck ass and the Cardinals choke. So, like, I don't understand this year because it's like all the teams that choke are just are fucking dog shit, (laughs) except for three. Three good ones are uh, the Chiefs. I generally like the Chiefs. Raiders they're really good and then I, I hate the Patriots but they really are a good team so I I think I think it will depend who wins this next one if Bills win then Raiders but if Patriots win it's going to be the Patriots that's that's what I think is going to happen because the Titans will choke they'll fucking hey choke guys.
1: Um, I think I think I gotta go
2: alright I got well,
1: stuff I gotta do
2: uh, great, great meeting you brother
1: It was great meeting you, too.
2: Thanks for letting me join, man. Yeah, it was a good
1: time.
0: This has been a wonderful night.
2: Everybody drink your water.
0: Have a fantastic night. Learn something new. Make sure to go down in the description. Give Etienne a follow on his WebWorks page, as well as head over to Travis's Kickstarter or Amazon and buy his second edition of the book, not the third edition that he's been working on. Either way, you can always support us by liking, subscribing, or commenting your penis. I mean, vagina. I mean, boobs. I mean, what? What?
1: Oh yeah! Don't forget to check out the uh, the Wizards Room and Realm nope. about.
0: Unsubscribe from me. Go away. I don't want you.
1: All right. Peace. Have a wonderful yeah. night. Nice. And
0: I'm gonna go kill myself. Don't do that. I'm gonna do it.